Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Well, you're going to hear probably a little background. I'm back in the kitchen. It has been one week and about two days (laughs) without my phone. I'm starting to lose hope that United is going to find it and somehow get it to me, but I still have this 30-day window. So I'm using this limpy, weak phone from 2018 and I have, I don't even get my emails on there. I mean, this thing is so slow. And the guy at the store was like, ma'am, your battery is bulging. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Like, is it going to explode on me or something? And he's like, well, I don't think it's very safe for you to use this very much longer. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, feel how hot it is too. And I said, okay, okay. Anyway, Before I go do anything, I have to now start looking at a bunch of different providers and their pricing because I have the opportunity to go to my husband's provider or bring him to mine, which merged with another company recently. Anyway, I digress. What am I going on and on about that for? Well, because it's life and I just want you to know I have my windows open It's about 60 degrees Fahrenheit. It's 6.15 in the morning on Monday, and it's still dark outside. I'm sure the birds will start chirping, but boy, is it windy. We have had so much wind over the past couple of days. But it's beautiful. I love this time of the year, but it's rough on me from an allergy standpoint, and I suffer a little bit, but it's worth it. I can't wait to see more leaves change. And I really am a woman who needs seasonal changes. Excuse me. I need to have the seasons change because by the time the seasons begin to change, I'm ready for them to be changed. I'm kind of sick of summer, you know, ready for the fall. And that's a really important time for me. Number one, because I love it. I love the weather. I love the crisp air, the smell of the leaves, the rain, you know, those rainy days when the leaves get wet. It's a mess, but it is awesome. You start turning to pumpkin spiced everything. You start eating soups, <laughs> maybe putting out a little more pounds. I don't know, but hey, you might get out and walk a little bit more because it's cooler and the breeze and the freshness of that time of the year is just incredible. So everything's still pretty green. Um, but anyway, 
I just love to watch the leaves fall and it shows the tree all bare and naked and it's just rawness. I mean, you really get to see the roots of the tree and literally the bones and the structure of what holds all those leaves up and how it stays alive year after year after year. And I got to equate that time where things are quote unquote dying and then will be renewed again in the spring, going into a dormant state that we all have our seasons and the, and the times in our journey where we may be falling into sin that we thought maybe we had polished off, right? That one went one, two down for the count. I haven't seen that one in decades. I don't have a problem with that anymore. Thank you, God, for that grace. Oh, perfect timing, but that was not cool. Sorry, my computer's got notifications. One, two, down for the count. I am done with that sin. Awesome. Thank you, God. How many of you have been there? And then maybe even 10 years down the road, that sin somehow creeps its way back in. Or you start contemplating it and thinking about it. And this is where the word why needs to enter the equation. As you're about to sin, as you're being tempted... Before you do it, ask yourself why. This is what reflection is all about. This is what meditation is about. This is what purposeful, meaningful living is about. It's paying attention and figuring out why. People call them triggers. People call them the root cause. Why am I running to this, I don't know, alcohol, marijuana, porn, running to the bar and flirting with everything and I'm married, needing people's approval in my life and their acceptance to a point where it's disordered. I think about it too much. I worry about it too much. Or I gossip about people. I'm a quick judgment of others. I don't have compassion for others. I have a lack of patience. I don't want to forgive that person. I don't want to stop my adulterous affair. I don't want to stop stealing. I don't want to stop lusting and, and looking at people as objects in sexual, in sexual ways. Maybe you're addicted to food 
or coffee or something. It's, it's really a matter of why do I have this disorder? And when it, when it's disordered, it means you think about it too much. You want it too often to a point where you think you need it. And you got to kind of get down to the root cause. We say in the act of contrition, ooh, there's a mosquito in here. He just came to the computer. It's seriously dark out. I have this huge computer light of my laptop just sticking me, you know, pointing in my face. And there's this mosquito flying on it. Yuck. Okay. I don't think I got it. And I don't usually kill God's creation. Like I'm the kind of person that will scoop up a spider and get him outside, you know, flies. I don't, I don't have issues with anything, but when mosquitoes bite me, then we got a problem, you know, like you attack me, I attack you. And so I think maybe at this one, I'm being on the, on the aggressive side, but okay, let's go back to the why, because that will drill down. When we say the act of contrition, that was what I was saying. We say, Lord, I'm sorry for what I did. And with your grace, help me to avoid that or the near occasion of that sin. So let's look at you lusting at people and TV shows. Maybe you even have a porn addiction or a self-gratification problem. These are things that nobody wants to talk about. And you also sometimes feel like, hey, it's in my own mind. It's in my own heart. Nobody needs to know what I'm thinking It's maybe behind my closed doors. Nobody needs to know what I'm doing. It's just me and maybe the porn or me and something or just me, right? Lots of justifying. But maybe there's something you do up until that point. Smoking a little pot, drinking a little, gorging on food. Food has this endorphin kind of effect. Or were you watching something or reading something or listening to something that made you start thinking about that? or going down that kind of sexual path. Or maybe it's because you're out at a bar and you have this desire or this need to make sure that you're still attractive. So you're flirting with everything that walks, even though you're married. By the way, I'm talking about all this stuff because I've done all this stuff. I'm not sitting on any high horse, but I will tell you, God 
will help you get to the why, and so will Mary, if you go to her. She'll help you. She'll bring you to Jesus fast. Because there's no time to waste. There's such freedom in battling that sin. Probably even more freedom in battling it the second time, even when you thought it was gone, as I had talked about in the beginning. Just know God never tires of giving us grace. God never tires of showering us with blessings. He always gives us just enough grace. You remember, St. Paul said, Hey, (laughs) please, Lord, take this from me, this thorn in my side, in my flesh. You know, lots of people speculate it was this kind of lusty thing after women, right? Could have been alcohol, other people think. I mean, what? who cares what it is? It was something that Paul battled, and he asked God to heal it, and God said, my grace is sufficient enough for you to probably, I mean, what he means is my grace is sufficient enough if you call on me. I will give you enough grace to get through that temptation at that time. But it's a constant calling then. That's a problem you have and it's an addiction that you have and you're battling if something that comes up every day, maybe it's that lust looking after women. Well, you can't not look at live in the world, you know, so it's a constant call out to God and he helps us get through it moment by moment, temptation by temptation. That's only if we're paying stinking attention, though. So that's the whole point. Maybe before you do it, not maybe, please try it. Before you take that step into that sin, ask yourself why and keep digging down. Find that near occasion of sin. Find that pattern. Connect those dots. Critically think. By the way, this goes way beyond sinning. This is how you should be questioning everything. Whatever you see on your news feeds, whatever you hear from people, right? I mean, like drill down to the why. Why are they saying this? Why would they do this? You know, it's It's the who, what, where, when, why. We have to get back into living that way. Who's saying the message or who's doing the act? Could be ourselves or other people. What are they doing? What did they do? What did they say? Where could be a context too, right? Could also look at it in what type of con, con, comms device, right? Was it a text? Was it a phone call? Was it a face-to-face conversation? Was it an email? Was it a comment on social media? Those types of things. And then the why. Why would they say something like that? Why would they do something like that? We got to become better critical thinkers. And that also means that we have to critically evaluate our life and start being honest with ourselves. Stop lying with lying to ourselves about the sins that we have and the way in which we're quote unquote battling them. 
because I say it often, the sooner we can realize together, all of us, that we need spiritual help in this physical world, that if we're not calling on God to not only sanctify us and purify us physically, mentally, spiritually, we're not going to win. We can't live the second greatest commandment, loving thyself and loving thy neighbor. We can't do it. We can't do it. I've tried. I've tried. And the closer you get to God, the better. And the more he works, the clearer his voice is, the more you see clearly your path, and then you get the choice of whether you follow it. You choose God's way or your way. It's crystal clear in some cases, and we have to follow him, not us. Okay. Why? Why, why, why? Why would I do this when I know? Okay, here I am ready. (laughs) Ready to end, but I have one more. Sorry, one more thing I want to sneak in here. Why would I do this when I know that I'm going to feel guilt and shame and regret? I may even have said something to somebody else or hurt someone's feelings or hurt myself physically based on maybe it's, you know, I was totally drunk and fell down the stairs and broke my arm or I've put out my whole family. I can't drive busted foot or something. I don't know, you know, lots of stuff out there that can go that way. Why would I do this when I know all these other things, these negative things, I do know the, the quote unquote rewards that I get from these other sins. And that's really what it is. It's this endorphin rush that we seek And I'm telling you, the best endorphin rush ever is that time with God, that peace with God. When he says, come to me, those who are burdened, right? Come to me. I will give you rest. It's amazing sometimes when I come out of adoration or even at home in peace and silence, just thinking and thanking God, thinking of him, thanking him that I feel rejuvenated and fresh and refreshed, really. I mean, that's what he's there for, to renew us through healing us from our sins, freeing us from being prisoners to that sin. That's what I mean by freedom. And then, of course, it brings us even closer to our reliance and our dependence on God, which is how it's supposed to be. Remember, there's not a soul filled with pride that is in heaven. And there's not a soul filled with humility that is in hell. Let's ask ourselves why today. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.